Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast. My name is Fallon Lopez. I was a formerly burnt out nurse, recovering people pleaser, now turned nurse wellness coach and host of this podcast. I empower nurses to take back their health and healing so they can find their voice again and prevent burnout. We are tapping all the way in, creating open spaces for busy, burnt out nurses who are ready to grow and glow into their passion for helping others without jeopardizing their own health and wellness. Ditch the burnout, build healthier habits and resilience instead. Let's get to it, y'all. Can women truly have it all? I don't know about you ladies that may be listening, but there has been a quieted undercurrent from society and culture implying to, to women that we can only have the career or the family, but it just can't be both. You will be stretching yourself thin by trying to have the booming business or career and thriving family. You will run yourself to the ground trying to keep the balance and trying to keep up. But I just don't, I just don't understand this. And I don't agree with this narrative. As a single career-driven woman myself, I'm taking notes. I'm getting ready. And I refuse to believe that it is not possible to thrive as a mother and a businesswoman. I get it though. It's not going to be easy, but there are some ways that we can prepare and bolster our minds for success. So whether you're a mom, busy nurse babe, or somewhere in between, the clarity, the balance, the purpose, the vision you are seeking is within you. In the everyday habits and thoughts you are participating in, in the way that you are doing your self-care. And after chatting with my new friend, Amanda Kay, she is a mama, coach, mentor, and CRNA. She shares more with us on how exactly she juggles it all while still showing up at her best, not perfect or polished, but real and authentic and present. Join us for this unforgettable conversation. Let's get to it, y'all. Hey, everyone. As always, I love coming on in the community, sharing a lot of gems and bringing on a special guest. And tonight I have another amazing lady on, Miss Amanda Kay. She is so amazing, y'all. And we've gotten to know each other a little bit more, you know, through social media. And I've had her on in the community before. Um, so I, I'm so going to enjoy this conversation and I know you will as well. So that's why I had to bring her on back again. So please welcome Miss Amanda Kay. She is a CRNA mentor, coach, and mama, and she is a wellness enthusiast. So yeah, you know, I had to bring her on so she can share some of her gems. We're asking some hard questions. I'm really getting into the mind of how this lady does it all. But she's so real about it. She does not make it look like this picture perfect poster at all. Um, she's real about it. She's genuine. She's authentic. And, you know, sharing all of the gems she's learning along in her journey. So I'm so thankful to have her. Let's bring on Amanda Kay. Hey, love. Oh, how are you? you? so much. I'm good. How are you? So I'm good. I'm good. I am here just reeling about you. Um, so I'm I so know, glad. I'm like, oh, appreciate it. Of course, of course. Like when we first met, I definitely feel like we had that energy and it was just like, yes. this is my person. This is yes. like, we're in the same 
we're, we're feeling the same way. So I appreciate you and your genuineness and your authentic way that you teach, that you entertain us, that you, you know, you inspire us <laughs> with all of your things. So oh, thank you. let's get that into it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So how do you do it all, friend? How do you balance? Do you even call it a work-life balance? Are you like <laughs> your mama, your coach, your your mentor, your wellness entrepreneur? How do you balance it all? How do you keep it together? Yeah, I think the I think the main thing is um, you know, I learned in my 20s. My 20s was go, 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 hustle, 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 burnout, don't stop. You're not worthy if you're not doing all the things. Um, and so while I know that, yes, there's like a lot on my plate, I do everything so intentionally and I rest when I need to. Like I was just telling Fallon, I took a two hour nap today <laughs> because I needed it, you know, and I just think it's about prioritizing what truly matters in life and like what you want in your life. I think we're going to unpack that a little bit as well and figuring out what that is and then almost like like working backwards. So now that I know what I want, I know what my values are. And then how can I manage all these things and still be present? You know, when I'm with my, I have like, you know, I put my phone down at a certain time of night. Um, You know, I don't answer anything anymore. When I'm with my son, I try to just be with him, even if it's like 30 or 45 minutes. So whatever I'm trying to do, I just try to be all in. And you'll realize if you just remain more present in the things that you're doing, you get more things done. And it's all about, you know, cleaning your brain, getting some of the stuff out of your brain. And it's amazing what you can get done um, when you come at it from that kind of vantage point. And so um, it looks like I'm doing everything all at once, but I am, you know, I'm breaking things down and being intentional. And when I don't want to show up on social or do something, then I just don't do it. I take a break. You know, I don't push myself to limits I don't want to be at anymore because you don't have to do that. It doesn't change your worth at all. Mm. So many great things that she shared there just now, y'all. So I, I want to go back to the worthiness, the hustle culture. I even want to talk about the intentionality. Like, how do you, you yeah. know, how do you be more, how do you become more intentional? But just going back to that worthiness piece, like, I so identify with that. Like, that has been my story for the last, I don't know, since even before nursing school. Um, but getting out of that. It's a yeah. daily shift. It's it a daily Every day. shift. Mm-hmm. And I see you yeah. posting about it all the time on your stories, like about affirmations, like literally mm-hmm. how you're talking to yourself, how you're like, um, you know, just the way you're treating yourself. So I'm yeah. curious of like how affirmations help you, like what are some things that um, you tell yourself every day? Like, how mm-hmm. are you talking to yourself and how do you keep that like a routine? Like, how do you keep yes. that up? Yeah. So a lot of it, um, I do have my, my coach who has been really paramount in helping me kind of make these shifts. Um, but part of the affirmations and part of that putting out there is creating like a sense of safety for yourself. And I think so often we are so into, you know, people pleasing and looking good to other people and being the good wife and doing all the things. And in essence, we, I think we lose our authenticity and pieces of ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to kind of process our emotions and be. So those kind of affirmations as I try to either read something or listen to a podcast or journal or pray, you know, 
read scripture, do Bible studies, whatever it may be every single day. And in doing that, those affirmations are a way of, okay, how can I apply that to my life? What does this mean for me? Because I think, and I'm guilty of it too. You read, 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 you have all this great stuff and there's no implementation. Mm. And so that's kind of a way for me as like, okay, what, what can I make this mean for my life and about me? How can I share this to others? So people know that like, yeah, forgiving people is hard. Letting go is hard. Doing this daily work is not always easy, but like the point is you just do it. You get up and you do it and you start, you know, creating different beliefs. And those affirmations are really about like, what can I, I might not believe this about myself today, but what can I start believing today and kind of try it on for size and kind of work into creating this belief in my life. And so if you do that every single day, um, it just helps your brain get out of that going right to negativity. Cause that's what we do. That's we're humans. We go always to negative. We're always going to go to negative, but you can start kind of teaching and training your brain to go into a more positive direction, a more realistic, not like you know, everything's perfect, positive, Patty, mm-hmm. but like a more realistic, positive direction. And I think that's really what the affirmations do for me is like, how can I shift? What do I need to shift? And how can I implement that in my life? What does that look like? Yeah, that's, that's something that I'm doing every day, journaling, love talking it. to myself and um, just really trying to practice that. Um, and I love yes. that you're like, you have to just decide, like going back to your intentionality part two, like what you were saying in the beginning, like you say these affirmations, you're putting yourself in the right mind frame the space, and then yes, yeah. you're following it, following through with action. It's not going to be pretty and perfect all the time, <laughs> but like you're, you're, you're setting yourself up. Like you're giving yourself these, these encouraging words, not just encouraging mm-hmm. words, but you're making them your new beliefs. Like you said, exactly. Oh, so Yes, 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 yes. It's important. <laughs> yeah. And I think even like moment by moment, like sometimes in the day, like I have to repeat my affirmations. I'm journaling sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if I'm in a down place, yeah. um, especially if I'm in a place where I can't identify what is this feeling? How am I feeling? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's one way that I'm being really intentional about my mental health mm-hmm. um, and just being really intentional about being present. So I love that you were sharing about being present and how you yeah. balance that as a mom, as an entrepreneur. So being present, what does that yeah. look like for you? How do you define just being present? Yeah, I think it's about helping. It's about really being with whether it's yourself, because you got to do that sometimes. But for me in business and in motherhood and being a wife, it's like, I think we can all just, we can all just be moving so fast and like be on our phones and be doing this and on to the next. And I'm guilty of that. Like you just, you get in this kind of routine and you kind of go, go, go. But I think when you really choose to be all in with somebody like, you know, like even like right now, you know what I mean? Before I came, before I came down here, I was like, okay, kitchen needs to be cleaned up. I got to get him ready for school. I got to put my laundry away. I got to, you know what I mean? But I got all that stuff out of my brain and I'm like, it'll get done. There's a time and a place for everything, but right now I'm going to be in this situation and I'm going to share. And I think that's what I do when I'm sitting with my, with my husband phone is down. I'm all in like, you know, we're watching a movie. We're just talking, we're hanging out. Like I'm with him. I'm making him feel, um, 
I'm making him feel good about himself. I'm giving him all my attention. I'm giving him all my love. Same thing with my child. I'm here. I'm with you. I'm on the floor with him. We're messing up the bedroom, you know, and it's my brain's like, oh my God, you're gonna have to clean all this. But I have to kind of go back to like, no, let him make a mess. Let him feel all the things and do the things. I'm here with it. I will figure everything out later. And I think with being with my coaching clients, my mentees and everybody, it's the same thing. It's just being with them and listening and everything else. I will get to it later. The world is not going to end, but I'm here and I'm with you. And how can I serve you? And I think that's what we have to do um, for the people in our lives. And I think when you connection, like when you make that connection with everybody and you're in the moment and you're there and you're not distracted and you truly are concerned about what that other person needs. I think that is so much of being present. And as nurses, we do this with our patients. You know, it's easy to, we've all been there. We're like, the call bells are going off. You know, this person you just gave like KXLate to, (laughs) you have all these things, but we all have those moments in nursing where we've put everything down and we've just sat with a family member or somebody, we've just held their hand and we've just been there with them. So you know how powerful those moments are and what they can mean for another person's life. So we really have to practice that with everybody we're with daily of just putting it all down and saying, how can I serve you today? What can I do for you today? I am here and I'm all in. I love that being present. And like you said, just a few minutes ago, there's a time and a place for everything. A million miles. Ecclesiastes, girl. Ecclesiastes. (laughs) Like when I found that verse, I was like, oh, I don't have to do everything right now. (laughs) There's a time and a season for everything. (laughs) And you don't. like. I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to produce, to be giving, to just have like all of these things together and perfect. And in reality, we put that own pressure on ourselves. And like you were saying, there's a time and a place for everything. I feel like in this season that I'm in, I'm really trying to protect my heart, protect my mind. And once it starts going, in that black oh. little hole, into oh, that all the way hole. down the hole. <laughs> Cut it off. Stop. This yeah. is not okay. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries yeah. with myself, even. Like, this is not healthy. Boundaries. Yeah. This but I think healthy. noticing it, and that's what I coach all my, like, kind of my people on, is just being in that awareness. Like, you just like noticing that. Like, I love when you're like, I'm going down the black hole. And it's just, and, Every single day, if you can just start noticing when you're literally like, oh my God, I suck. Oh my God, this isn't going to work. This is dumb. Oh, you know, we do all these things like, and it's okay. Okay. Just like you said, I love that. Having that awareness of that and like, okay, this is how I feel right now. Take a breath, honor how you feel, Mm -hmm. create that safety for yourself, have your own back, honor those feelings. And then say, you know, what do I want to feel? What do I want Mm -hmm. to think about? How can I move into that? So it's never, I think we start, like, I'm, I think we try to like, oh, I'm feeling negative. Oh my God, I'm feeling negative. And we're like, try to resist it and fight it and do whatever. And then it just comes up later where it's like, okay, like, you know, make friends. My, my coach is always like, make friends with your temper, make friends with your anger and just be like, okay, I see you girl. See you not being helpful. (laughs) You're over here, but honoring that and not fighting that and resisting that, but just honoring who we are and how we're feeling. But then also having the ability that we are 100% capable to shift out of that and that circumstances should never dictate um, what you do and your reactivity. It should all, you know, like circumstances should not dictate what you do. Other people should not dictate what you do. We should have a sense of awareness and a sense of like emotional intelligence and regulation. And that is like the work that I personally do every single day. (laughs) Oh my God. Noticing them. 
This was just a coaching session right here. Uh, Amanda just opened up a, a quick chapter in my journal this this evening. So yes, like identify, honoring, and you know, practicing yes. that every single day. Like we're not just sitting here telling you, like you know, oh, you know, we see that that you know that type A personality. We see you just just oh. ne- neglect her, just you know, whatever. Yeah, your perfectionist self, like we see you, you know, but like acknowledge her, honor her. Um, And then, you know, what? And I just love that part where you're like, but where do I want to be? What is it that I want to feel? And that literally just helped me right now, because before we got on this call, something that I struggle with, something that I always um, am working on is the worthiness, not feeling enough. And so yeah. for me, I'm like, oh no, that it's coming up. Like, how do oh, I get it? Is? How yeah. do I? Yeah. But yeah. I'm to this the point where I'm like, okay, I identify her, I see her, okay, it's all right. But that part about what is it that you want to feel, that is like a powerful part of coaching. So I think we can segue into like how you coach. How did you get into coaching? And then you're also a mentor. Like, what are the differences and like, how are you helping your clients move out of that? Or, you know, how do you identify who needs mentorship, who needs coaching? Um, I think it's really important that we talk about that as nurses, because we, that's a way that we grow, right? By having those examples. Yes. Yes, that's it. And I think that's, uh, that's great. So I started out with just like, I was, um, I was like pregnant in 2020. And so I started out like my, I was like, kind of, you know, my husband basically like furloughed me because I was going to have a baby in like four weeks. And he was like, let's just get you out of this mess. <laughs> and so I have to like be doing things. So I'm like, well, what do I do? And my, my uh, good friend was like, why don't you like do like tutoring sessions, but call them like mentoring sessions. And I was like, mm, that's dumb. I don't know about all that. I was like, no one's going to do that. And so she's like, just do it, you know? And I'm like, okay, so let me, you know, let me figure out what the heck I'm doing. So I ended up like you know, creating some packages, kind of putting something together. I started posting on social and cause I, you know, I love teaching. I love helping people get to where they're going to get. So I'm like, well, I can help them with these things for this amount of time and whatever. So that's how kind of the mentoring started. And, you know, I did that for about a year and just learned so much about what people kind of really need And I became to realize that, um, and then I got a coach. So I ended up getting a coach. I just kind of stumbled into my coach. I was a brand new mom and she was like talking all this like working mom stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm a brand new mom. I'm about to go back to work. I have a two month old. I'm breastfeeding. Like I'll listen to her. Like (laughs) she's got to know more than I know about this parenting thing. And so from there, I started coaching with her and I realized that like, you know, mentoring is a lot of, um, like a lot of like development driven, like development stuff. So a lot of like um, giving them feedback, giving them support, like, you know, sometimes their outcome shifts like here and there and working on that. And a lot of times it's about giving them the how or like what you need to do. So this is what you need to do. Report back to me. Let's check on you, keeping them accountable. Right. And that's fantastic. That's great. I think we all need mentors. However, as I've been on this journey with people and getting my own self-coaching, I realized that someone can give us A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we could do it. But as we're doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, we fear disappointment. We fear rejection. We have things happen. We have, um, we don't feel worthy. We don't feel like we're good enough or we're smart enough or who am I to do this? And so I finally was like, you know what? I can give them all the how and all the mentoring, but 
how do I drive them? Like coaching is more performance driven and getting people into massive action. And the way you do that is by finding people's blind spots and coaching them through that. So I finally was like, okay, I've got all this mentoring stuff. I've kind of packaged all that up. I have all that going, but how do I get them past the stuck points? And I think coaching is really asking thought-provoking questions, helping people make decisions and get to ex decisions rather than kind of like, oh, I don't know, wishy-washy, but really inner child work, like doing, you know, doing all the tools, helping people feel their emotions, like helping them do the hard things, feel the hard things, navigate growth, because that is in essence what's going to get them to their CRNA dreams. It's like the coaching and the getting to behind it. So then I started, um, I opened a, a membership up for SRNAs and it's kind of this fusion of like mentorship, coaching, a lot of coaching in there. I coach them through a lot of stuff. They do a lot of work in there, but I also teach in there too, because I love to teach. So they get master classes, they get all my notes from in school. And so I just kind of blended that all together. And now I'm actually um, working on it for aspiring um, nurses now that aren't in school. So the membership is for those in school, but now I'm like, okay, I have all my mentoring people that aren't in school yet. And I'm going to start coaching them a little bit too on all the parts where I know they get stuck at. And that, that's how it, that's how it kind of happened. And I, oh. coaching has changed my life. And so I'm like, oh my God, I have to like share this with everybody else. You know what I mean? And yeah, so I'm super, I'm super excited and I love it. That's amazing. Um, congratulations to just that whole development and now getting here to like even more expanding. I think that's what we should do. Like when we do, you know, have something, you know, like we get to this place and we're like, okay, this is this. I don't want anybody to experience it this way. Or, you know, when you get to that place where you're like, I want to share. I think that's pretty like that's monumental. Like, you know, we should yeah. have that attitude. Like I want to share. Maybe you're not a mentor or a coach, but maybe, you know, you're inspiring others around you. I think as nurses, that's what we we do. And I think it's beautiful to have mentors, to have coaches. And it's awesome that you're combining the two. That's super cool. And, I, you know, I, we're definitely going to link all of your links so that people, if they're interested, if they're aspiring to be CRNAs or maybe they're mamas that need help, because I have a lot of mamas here in the group, like if they want to reach yes. out to you with your coaching and mentorship. Yes, definitely. We want to yeah. do that for sure. But wow. I think just... Yeah, mentorship. I, I have a mentor for the first time. I um, love it. Amazing. Yeah, she's super amazing. And she's helping me with my business. And of course, yes. I've had several coaches um, to help yep. me through so many things. And you're right. It's like this, like coaching you through, like not giving yes. you the exact like blueprints, but like, let's let's move you forward. It's more of a, yes. a forward, like a, a forward I don't know how, how you described it earlier, but just it's more forward thinking. There it goes. Yeah, like it's more like, yeah, like we're here, you're here. What are the thoughts? What are the things? What is keeping you here when you want to be over there? And it's unpacking that. And it's it's messy. And it's not, you know, I say all the time, like I, when I was bodybuilding, I always was in great shape, but I couldn't get myself to the bodybuilding level without a coach. And it's the same thing in business and sometimes in health and that we can get ourselves to a certain point. But at some point, we it's almost like your coach shows you your blind spots, right? Like you kind of say something and they're like, all right, you said this, let's unpack that. And they really help you see, you know, see things in a different light. And like I said, my coach all the time, I love her, but she definitely tells me the hard things, you know, and I have to, sometimes I have to sit with them and be like, 
<laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. But like, it's those moments I get you to break through. I think it's breakthroughs. I think being coached, helping people coach is really learning to live breakthrough to breakthrough to breakthrough and falling mm-hmm. on your face and be willing to get back up and fight for another breakthrough. And I think, and just helping people do that. And I think you were talking about like, you know, no matter what anyone in, you know, in your audience or anything is doing, like all business is, is serving people. And at the end of the day, we're you, me, all, we're all trying to do the same thing as like, okay, these are my struggles. This is what I went through. I am going to help you with the shortcut, right? You don't have to do all the things I, I, I do, but I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you do it better. And I'm here to help you get to your higher self and your place um, that you want to be so that you can make our world better. And then you go and do it. And that's like, that's it. Like that's all business is, is just passing the torch and taking care of people. That's what nurses, I mean, that's literally all that you're, you know, I know that's what you're doing. Um, and I'm really, if whatever you're passionate about, whatever business or anything you want to build, you're just serving and you're just yes. helping people get to where they want to be. And that's it. And that's a beautiful thing. And it just helps them help other people down the line. And that's, that's leadership. And that's, that's how the world should be. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Like just also going back to the coaching thing when considering a coach, I think another thing to throw in there, like somebody has to be coachable, right? Cause when you're uh, getting yeah. coached, why do you get coached? You're, you're in a game, right? You're in the, you're in the, you're in the hard leagues, right? Like you're yeah, going yes. for the gold. You have a a destination journey. Yes. So (laughs) you got to be coachable. You got to be ready for those tough moments. And you have to have that mindset, like that self-awareness. So there are some things that people have to have in in place for like coaches and mentorship, because like you said, it can be, it can be messy. It can be messy, but you have to be like, (laughs) this is, this is for a reason. I'm not just out here airing my laundry. This is to improve myself. So somebody can see my blind spots that I couldn't see on my own, right? Like you couldn't get to that bodybuilding shape that you wanted to unless you had a coach. And I couldn't work past my worthiness issues unless I had a leadership and identity coach. That's what I had to get through. And that has been monumental. Um, Shout out to my coach, Coach Alex. (laughs) Love it. I bet. Yes. But you were willing, you were willing, like you said, you're willing to do the work and you're willing to be coachable and you're willing to just be vulnerable with somebody else and listen listen to the hard things and have like, you know, someone that's not maybe your best friend or your spouse or your whatever, really take a look at, you know, and I feel like sometimes like my coach will say something, Shiro, she's amazing at stethoscopes to swaddles. Amazing. Um, but she, um, like she'll say something and I'll be like, my husband's like been saying that to me for two years. (laughs) And then she like says it and I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess I have to work. Oh my. So it's good though. You know, sometimes it's just good to have somebody else, um, you know, take a look at what you're thinking and what you're doing and getting that all out there. And, you know, mentoring, I think is mentoring is kind of like, you know, we, I might meet with them this month and then three, four months down the line, we check in where coaching is kind of like every single week and every day you are working on, mm-hmm. you know, you are working on things um, to kind of propel you forward into the life that the life that you truly want to have. And it's amazing in to discover that. I don't think I would have been able to discover that without her. Yeah, it's so powerful. Um, so I I appreciate it. I, I, I've become more coachable. It's been a process for sure. 
hella process. <laughs> yes, girl. So as you're doing some of the working mom, you know, stuff, being CRNA, um, working your 24 hours, and you're also running two businesses. And we, I want to oh. definitely talk about that because I know you're into, you know, wellness, um, being a, a wellness enthusiast. And, yeah. you know, so what are some things that keep you sane that, you know, help That's you just crazy. like, what are your self-care times like? I just want to get into the brain. Of yes, Amanda. yes, yes. I know, right? It was a little scary in here. It's a little better, though. It's been a little better. <laughs> these days. You're rocking it. Um, just letting yes. you know. Um, but I think the main thing is I have really been looking at like my triggers, like what kind of triggers me, what are some things like really figuring out what are some things that just, you know, that hot feeling in your chest, that punch in your gut, like what are some of those things and identifying those and then making sure that I take time to like my big self-care thing right now has literally just been playing the piano, like going over the, to the piano and just playing a little bit and like relaxing and really taking that time for that. Um, I think walking away, um, I'm kind of like a fixer and a solver. And when things get kind of heated or, you know, whatever happens, disagreements, et cetera, I want to fix it right away. And I'm learning to realize like literally just walking away is sometimes the best thing you can do. And like releasing those feelings once again, saying, Hey girl, I see you over there getting angry and frustrated. I see you. Okay. Let's take a time out. Let's take a breath, you know? And I think just learning to, to walk away and giving, you know, my husband, giving people around me, maybe, maybe their space to process emotions as well. Um, I think self-care has been setting boundaries. I think the first time we chatted, I was kind of like, you know, working on it. And since then I have deep dived into those and have really made at a point to set boundaries and to keep them and to communicate those. And regardless of how the other people feel about them, because I've definitely not made people very happy about the boundaries, but you know, you get to the point where you have to, I'm not willing to forego my own safety and security for somebody else. So I think that's been a huge thing for self-care. I think that's probably been the biggest thing. And I even did a workshop for it for my members. Cause I was like, this is so important. Like this will save you like years of, issues if you guys can just learn to set boundaries appropriately. Um, what else do I do? I think going for walks, taking my son to the park, um, you know, spending time with him, watching him grow, um, reading, talking to my good girlfriends. I go for lots of walks, <laughs> doing a lot of walks recently. Um, but I think the main thing is really just understanding what triggers me and walking away and, you know, what can I fill this space with instead and noticing that, you know, once again, noticing that thing, being aware of it. And then what can I kind of, what can I do? What can I shift into that calms me? Creating safety, creating security, almost soothing yourself, like learning to mm -hmm. kind of soothe yourself and take care of yourself, I think is just a huge part of, of self-care that I neglected, I think, for a long time. Oh, yeah. Same here. Like... Any type of feeling that I, you know, came against, um, I would normally just run away or try oh, to self-medicate. Um, absolutely. So now it's like this whole new learning, this whole new unlearning of the mm -hmm. old things that did not serve me and now learning the new things. And I love that when I asked about self-care, you're not like just bubbles and bath time. Like, you know, you're real about it. Like, how are you really taking care of yourself and yeah. Identifying triggers. That's so huge. Like you have to be really intentional. I'm using using your word going yes. back to it because it was it's true. Like that self-awareness, mm -hmm. that intentionality, like being aware, mm -hmm. like it's it's uncomfortable, but 
after practicing, after building up those muscles, it becomes like second nature. You begin to lean on yourself, identify those feelings and process those feelings. And then like, okay, how can I shift? So it's beautiful. Like the triggers, the boundaries, all of that. That is self-care. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I, have you ever heard of the, the 90 second rule? Have you ever heard of that? No. What do you I mean? love it. So it's a, uh, so how to do the, it's how to do the work by Dr. Nicole LaPera, I believe her name is. Have you heard that? But it, great book, by the way, we unpack this in my membership, we go deep in that book. Um, but she has something called like basically the 90 second rule. And when you are feeling like triggered and like negative emotions come up, like literally your body like feels those for 90 seconds. That's it. Mm-hmm. So if you can hold on and breathe through it for 90 seconds and not react and not, you know, like, ah, like, you know, go crazy and like do whatever. But if you can kind of breathe through that, like and engage your parasympathetic system a little bit like that, you just 90 seconds. And then you can kind of let your body feel all the rage, feel all the upset, like whatever it may be. And then you can, then after that, you can choose your reaction and, you know, and not being, cause I tend to be a very reactive person and learning to kind of like oh, this feels uncomfortable, feels uncomfortable, feels uncomfortable. Like even like, you know, my husband will open up me or something and I'm like, uncomfortable, but I'm like, okay, okay, feel it. I got it. And then now I can decide. Now that I've let the sympathetic burst of crap like go through me, now I can decide how to react. And so that's really been a huge thing is just 90 seconds, 90 seconds. Just hold on for 90 seconds. It'll pass. And then I can choose how would Amanda at her higher self react in this situation? <laughs> I love that. That is so real. (laughs) The 90 second rule, y'all, like pause for the cause. Like I have definitely been pausing, like seriously, like taking time to pause. Like, okay, I identify you triggering me. Like, you know, so it's definitely something that I practice. But like you said, like putting some some understanding behind it, that 90 seconds. Yeah, the silence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so powerful. It. So make sure y'all using that for sure. It's a minute so, and a half. A minute and a half. You can do it. You can hold <laughs> That's it. You, know, you can do it. Breathe through. Breathe through. You got this. <laughs> We're here. Um, so I just want to pivot into like talking about things um, that we are, you know, we we cause so much stress to ourselves already, like with our lifestyle. We're nurses. We're busy. We're on the go. So I want to hear more about how you're reducing stress and other avenues of stress, like toxicity from your daily habits there. I know there are some products that you're using, um, some things that you've been educating a lot of us on, you know, about endocrine disruptors um, that cause a lot of stress and that add toxicity to our body. So what are some ways that we can reduce that, you know, not adding to the more stressful life that we already live, you know, like, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think having, um, I kind of post about this sometimes, but I think, you know, being pregnant and having a baby, like, you know, girl, please, I was like, didn't care what I put in on my body, long as I looked good, like, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know, didn't care, wasn't a concern of mine. But then, you know, all of a sudden, like, you get pregnant or something, you have, and I'm like, oh, like, I can't eat all the things I want to do or do, you know, and you become, and then you have a child and then you're like, Oh my God, I'm like responsible. I don't want to mess him up. Like, what do I do? And so I really, 
you know, started paying attention to like reading labels and stuff like that. And remember the whole big, the gut health movement, like it kind of, it's still here, but it kind of like started, I think back a few years ago, all the gut health and everything like that. And I think with that being said, like kind of the new movement that's coming up is the endocrine disruptors and what's happening with our hormones. And so I created something, I think it's on my page called the like toxicity wheel, where it's like every single day I send out a newsletter every single month, but Every single day, it's kind of looking at like, you know, what are you putting in your mind? What are you putting on your body? And what are you putting in your body? And what is surrounding you? Those are all parts on the toxicity wheel where toxins can creep in. And so, and it's a daily thing of how can we reduce all the toxins in our lives, setting boundaries, letting people go, you know, podcasts, listening to, you know, doing beliefs, doing affirmations, working on, on the person I want to be, what I want to think, what I want to believe. And then, you know, as I'm on this journey, another CRNA said, Hey, there's a brand new company called Hugh and Grace. They struggled with infertility. I actually um, was adopted. So my, my mother struggled with infertility, could never have children. So me and my, my uh, brothers are adopted. So the story behind the company really hit me hard, like, wow. And they said, basically, they struggled with infertility for, I think, like almost 12, 13 years. They ended up having um, their own family as surrogates um, to have two of their children, Hugh and Grace, they named the company after. But what they found is that a lot of causes of infertility, obesity, all the stuff is literally from the stuff that we are putting on our skin and ingesting. And I'm like, really? Um, so yeah, so I started reading, you know, I'm a nurse, I'm an anesthesia. So I'm like, where's the science? <laughs> I want to see the, you know, all the stuff. And yeah, and so I just decided to just fit in with, you know, helping people really become their best selves and decreasing toxicity and in all the different avenues that can come in. So I decided to, you know, advocate for this company to educate people on endocrine disruptors and, um, you know, using their, you know, so many more, I can't even, can't say what the products are, but so many more <laughs> products are coming out for your home. Um, you know, right now we have just skincare because your skin is literally the biggest organ you have. So what you're putting on your skin is going to get in your body and potentially wreak havoc or not wreak havoc. So it just really, the mission spoke to me, the story behind the company spoke to me. And I said, yeah. And I use, you know, and I use all the, all the products on myself. They're safe for pregnancy and they're safe for my little one. So it's like, you know, keeps my, keeps my bathroom clean, keeps my skin looking good, <laughs> um, keeps me healthy, you know? So it's just one way. And it's all about, like I said, the toxicity wheel is looking at, different points of where toxins are leaking in and how you can decrease that. It's not about getting rid of everything and going crazy, but how can you make simple swaps, simple shifts to decrease the toxicity in your life? Yes. Come on. We we don't need no toxicity around us. Um, we already live very stressful lives. We're already on the go. We do. You know, yeah. so why add more to our plate and, you know, worry about the things that we're putting in? And I've used some of the products and they've been amazing. I need to get back yes. on it for sure. Um, so yes. I appreciate you just sharing about the endocrine disruptors. Um, so maybe if you can give us like a quick like little endocrine, how does it like affect us? Like, you know, you throw, throwing out big terms here, just to, just a little yeah. breakdown, a little science. <laughs> I love this stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I know I'm like such a nerd. I mean, I could read like how our brain works and how the, and that's why I love teaching like you know, my aspiring CRNA. I just love teaching. I love I'm just a nerd. I really am like a nerd. Like you could put me love in the it. library with a bunch of books. 
I'd be there all day. Um, <laughs> so essentially we have, um, you know, we have a multitude of hormones on our, on our bodies and they're supposed to be, they almost have like an on and off switch, right. That they're supposed to work at, at, you know, they're supposed to work at certain times, our circadian rhythms, you know, stuff like that, our fertility, our reproductive system, you know, all the things that hormones do. Um, and what happens is if we have endocrine disruptors, we call them or EDCs, hormone disruptors, what they can do is they can go in and they can actually turn your hormones off or they can turn ones on, but not when you want them to. And so essentially what they're finding is happening with like, you know, diabetes and it goes back to gut health too. Like all the things that you're putting in your body, all the stuff that's in our food, that's not, you know, I mean, I don't want to know half the stuff they pump into our food, but you know what I mean? Those are all toxins too that can get into your gut, which leaks into your body. And once again, they can turn off hormone functions, turn them on at the wrong times. And that is therefore where we are getting our diseases from. And that is what, and that's like kind of what's happening internally. And it's just crazy to think that it really is. It's our food. It's our makeup. It's our skincare. It's our lotions. It's our soaps. Like all the things you don't think about our cleaning supplies are this is those little, these little toxins are getting in there and they're literally telling your hormones what to do. And they're not even a part of your body. And I just think that's like crazy. Like I had yeah, no we idea don't know. researching all of that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these things, we don't know how long they're lasting, how long they're staying in your body. So it's just crazy. And so when you yeah. talk about you know, the disruption that some of these products cause. I'm like, my ears are perking up. I'm like, wait a second. You know, it's I crazy. want to, yeah, definitely yeah. as a healthcare person, as somebody that advocates for health and healing and wellness, like I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself and like exactly. the things that I'm putting in my body, on my body, taking in, you know, eating, yeah. you know, all those things matter. And if you're already living a stressful life, if you're already like very, you know, high, productivity, very like high uh, giver all the time, you know, you, you're susceptible sometimes to these products, you know, like, so even more susceptible. Um, So we want to make sure we're taking care of ourselves um, and doing the things that we can and investing in things that are good for us, um, both physically, mentally, spiritually, all of those things. So I love that you have a holistic approach, y'all. I'm going to go check out this toxicity will for sure. Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to wrap up, but like, I could talk to you all day, friend. Like, I know. This is good. Like, I can't, like, I can't come out and meet you. I'm like, all these people, I'm like, I just need to like travel all summer and meet all my. Of course. Anytime. Cool. Come on over IG to Houston. Buds. <laughs> Look, yes. Come on over to Houston. So yes. one last question. I've heard you yes. say in a post, like, how often do we ask ourselves what we want? How does, you know, doing this self-assessment help you or how can it help others like ask questions like this? I know we've kind of dug into this a little bit already mm-hmm. but I just love the fact that you said how often do we ask ourselves what we really want mm-hmm. how does this yeah. self-assessment help you or may help yeah. others yeah yeah so like, exactly because it's, it's a journey there's like there's there's no we just think we're going to get to this destination and get there and I'd like literally like ingrain this in my mentees and everyone's head is like you can I know you want the degree. I know you want to graduate. I know you want the acceptance letter. I know you want all those things. But if you're not committed to who you want to be during the process, it's not going to matter. It's not going to be as amazing as you think it is when you get to the other side. And so I was talking with my coach one time and we were just talking about things. 
And I'm like, well, I, I do this because of this. And I had to do this and I'm trying to, you know, and she's like, literally like, she's like, but what do you want? Do you want any of those things? And I literally, it was like, like I've like the wind like just came out of me and she it was just like silence. Like she's like, but is that what you want? And I was like, oh, I was like, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. And she says, okay. You know, cause I think we do. We get, I think I said this earlier, we want to, we are natural born people pleasers, right? We want to belong. We want to fit in. It's like our primitive nature. Um, but when you really get clear, like even if you sit and you write this dreamy list of like how I want my marriage to be, like how I want my next relationship to be, how I want my relationship with my child to be, what do I want my living situation to be? Like, what do you truly really want in your life? And if you turn off all the noise and what you think you should be and what you think others should think you should be like, well, she probably thinks I need to do this and everyone sees me as this. So I have to do this. But when you turn all that off, and you're sitting in like the dead silence of yourself and you're like, what do I really want? Oh my God. It is so powerful and it's so scary. But once you get clear on that, then you can start making decisions from what you want. And somehow, somewhere down the line, you become more authentically you because you're going back to what it is you truly want at the depths of your soul and not worrying about how you're going to appear to other people and whatever. And I realized I spent, you know, I think I spent the last five years really trying to be something. And now I'm like, I'm not trying to be anything, but Amanda for all she is. You can come with me. You cannot come with me. This is what I want. And this is what I don't want. And that's okay. And I think we don't give ourselves permission to not have to want everything that everyone around us want of our partners want. So if anything you guys take from today, like sit there for a second, what do you want? And if it's not what you have going on around you, then you have hundred percent have permission and power to change that. Come on, permission and power granted. It's a responsibility shift. Like, come on, I got some responsibility. I can do this. I can make changes. Um, But like you said, we are we are sometimes just like, I don't know, bullied, maybe like influenced by society, by religious beliefs, by our family, by just like everyone else around us that, like you said, it gets loud, it gets noisy. And I know I've fallen for that trap, like getting into nursing. Mm -hmm. I was listening to my dad. I was like, oh, okay, nurses make money. This is great. I can do this. But in reality, like I want to help people. That's what I want to do. Like, it doesn't matter if I do it as a nurse, as a coach, as a podcaster, you know, I, yes. I want to help people. I That is my passion. And I'm asking myself that every day. What is it that I really want? What is it? And how am I going to make that happen? You know, taking those, what did you say? Reverse engineering it. Mm-hmm. Reverse engineering. That. Yeah, going right? back. Yeah, exactly. Back. And like working from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then just enjoying step by step. You can choose to enjoy it. That's the wonderful thing, right? You decide. Mm-hmm. The power is yours. And that's like what I, that's essentially like the basis of my membership and everything is like how in one of the most like stressful, sacrificial, crazy times in your life of going to anesthesia school and, you know, yeah. And like, you know, going through breakups or parents get sick, like life is always going to happen, but how can in the circumstances, how can you take back your power in the circumstances and not give it away to other people or the circumstances? And I think that's really, really key. 
Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have so much power than we think. We we, we so sell ourselves much. short sometimes. And as women, you know, we sometimes can fall into that trap. Like I can only ha- I can only have the career. I can only be the mom. Like, you know, what I have to make a decision. I know I've felt that like if I am really hardcore in my career, like it's just gonna be my career. I can only yes. have a family. Like, no, we can choose. We can choose. be intentional. We can be in each area and show up and continue to give our best. It's all about what you want to do, the choices that you're making, the mindsets that you have behind it. And Amanda, you are living proof that it can happen. And I'm so, so happy to know you. And girl, I'm taking notes. Love it. Girl, I'm always following you. I'm like, okay, what is she cooking or eating today? By the way, her cookbook's amazing, by the way. Literally saves me from work. Just saying. This girl helps me out when I'm like, I'm like, what is Fallon eating? What is she doing? (laughs) I'm so (laughs) glad that you enjoyed it, friend, for sure. For sure. Anytime. I love all this. You know, it's all about what we put in our body, what we're putting on it, in it. So I'm all for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me again. I feel so excited and honored. Yes. Thank you, Amanda. Make sure you go follow, support, like, join her mentorship. If you need that extra help, if you need that coaching, she has a combination of both of them. Like, what are you waiting for? You don't have to struggle. And the wonderful thing is that she's doing all these things together, you know, and it's a holistic approach. It's not just one or the other. It's a holistic thing. So make sure you go support go like Amanda where else can we find you you're on Facebook you're on Instagram yeah Facebook and Instagram um right now is kind of where you can find like all my stuff um you know email me DM me hang out with me you can watch some of my TikToks like my husband literally you're on TikTok like oh my god here's here's this chick's TikToks again so watch my ridiculous TikToks (laughs) I will go follow you awesome yeah she is a whole character and i love it i love it though authentic being herself and rocking it thank you so much amanda thank you have a good one appreciate you bye y'all amanda is like goals right there like so amazing so awesome to know her to be in her circle, y'all. Um, we talked about some so many amazing gems just about, you know, us women asking the hard questions. Like, can we really have it all as, as busy nurses, as entrepreneurs, as givers? Sometimes we, you know, we can sell ourselves these, these lies, these stories that, you know, we can't have it all. We can't do everything, follow our passion and have the, the nursing and have the mom. No, well, Amanda is changing that. She is definitely changing that for us. And she's, you know, leading by example. So I'm so happy to have had her on and had her chat, y'all. Definitely go follow, go like, and I will see y'all next time. Bye.